You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Know more about sex as an idol in today's culture in this message by Pastor Sunny Wama. Advisory, this podcast contains mature subject matter. Please exercise discretion when listening around children. Tayo magpapasimula ng parimagong serye na pinamagatan po natin uncensored kung saan pag-uusapan po natin ang tungkol sa sex. Yeah. Alam na alam po natin bilang mga Kristiyano na ang Diyos po'y namumuhi sa mga Diyos-Diyosan. God hates idols. Tama po ba? At bilang mga Kristiyano, naiintindihan din natin actually na ang Biblia, ang buong Biblia po, is an assault to idolatry. Mula Genesis ang Revelation, walang ibang pinag-usapan kundi ang galit at buot ng Diyos sa mga Diyos-Diyosan. Now, maaaring hindi po tayo aware pero merong Diyos-Diyosan na maaaring nasamba natin o patuloy na nasasamba ngayon. At yun po ang gusto kong sabihin agad ngayon, that sex is an idol. Whether we believe it or not, whether we agree with it or not, in reality, sex is an idol. In fact, uh, kung atin pong uh, uh, iisipin, if sex is an idol, does God hate sex? Galit po ba ang Diyos sa sex? Hindi po. Don't get me wrong. Hindi po. Dahil ang sex, ang Diyos ang nagbigay nito. Sa una nating mga ninuno, kay Eva at Adan. Subalit, you know, ah, uh, Ang, 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 ang nasa puso po ng, ng, ng Panginoon, namumuhi siya doon sa kung ano ang ginawa ng tao sa sex. Okay? So let me just say it right now. Sex is good. Sex is from God. Sex is wonderful. Kung ito ay gagawin sa tamang tao in the context ng pag-aasawa lamang o ng mag-asawa lamang, no more, no less, anumang sex na gawin sa labas ng konteksto ng mag-asawa, ito po ang tinututula ng salita ng Diyos. Okay? So, uh, makikita rin po natin na ang pananaw ngayon ng tao sa sex ay malayong-malayo sa itinuturo ng Biblia. Sa katunayan, marami mga tanong sasabi, Pastor, ma- baka masyado lang kayong KJ, uh, masyado kayong makalumang mag-isip. Alam nyo, dapat uh, medyo open-minded tayo pagdating dito. Now, let, let me just submit this to you first. Kung sasabihin natin na uh, ang pagiging, parang tulutan nyo muna akong gamitin, ang katagang konserbatibo, uh, dahil pag-uusapan natin salita ng Diyos patungkol sa sex, kung sasabihin natin konserbatibo itong pag-uusapan natin, alin ho ba ang mas konserbatibo nung panahon na inadres ni Pablo ang mga taga-Kurinto at nung lumang tipan, yung ginawa ng mga tao sa Sodom at Gomorrah na ilang libong taon na ang nakararaan na kung saan ang isang tao ay pwedeng makipagtalik kahit kanino, kahit saan, kahit sa hayop. Ngayon sabihin niyo sa akin, sino ang makaluma? Yung taong mag-iisip na pwede mong gawin ang sex sa kahit na ano, kahit na sino, kahit kailan, kahit saan, o yung inadres ni Pablo ang patungkol sa sex sa Korinto kung saan maging mga Korinto ay guilty sa sexual immorality. Now, naniniwala po ako na hindi ho makaluma ang ganitong kaisipan. Ang makaluma ay yung ikaw ay gumawa ng kung ano-ano mang gusto mong gawin patungkol sa sex. Yun po ang makaluma kaisipan. Naintindihan niyo po ba ako? I, I just don't have it, but you read, alam niyo na yung story ng Sodom at Gomorrah, you read even New Testament nung inadres ni Pablo ang issue sa Corinto about sexual immorality. Now again, tell me, sino ang makaluma? Now, the reality is this. The challenge is that culture wanted to go over the scripture. 
Ang madalas narinig natin, etong kultura ngayon. Okay lang yan, normal yan. Now, sad to say, hindi natin pwedeng iangat ang anumang bagay sa salita ng Diyos. Kung tayo naniniwala na ang Diyos ang pinakamakapangyarihan sa lahat, alam niya ang lahat at sa kanya nagsimula to, then dapat sundin natin kung ano sinasabi ng salita ng Panginoon. Tama po ba? So again, sex is beautiful. Sex is good because God instituted it between a male and a female in the context of a marriage covenant. Anything outside this becomes sin. So, uh, you know, this is, it's, uh, this is a serious, you know, serious topic. And sabi ng iba, Pastor, parang hindi ata appropriate na pag-usapan yan sa church. Now, kung hindi pag-uusapan to sa church, saan natin gustong matutunan ito ng ating mga anak? Sa internet? Sa mga magazines? Sa kwento ng ibang tao na walang takot sa Diyos? O sa atin, nanguusap ako sa mga magulang, na ngayon marinig kung ano ang pananaw ng Diyos patungkol dito, at ako'y naniniwala na ang church ay isa sa mga magandang lugar na dapat pag-usapan nito. Now, I'm not talking about the act. I'm not, you know, I'm not here to discuss about sexual acts. But what I'm about to share with you is what is in the heart and in the mind of God when He instituted sex. So again, God does not hate sex because it comes from Him. But we need to understand we can never take culture above the Scripture. God has always the final say sa lahat ng bagay. Amen. In fact, ngayon po makikita natin ang iba't ibang pananaw ng mga tao patungkol po dito sa sex. At tayo bilang mga Kristiyano, ito po, this is a wake-up call for, for, for tayo, sa ating mga Kristiyano. Because sometimes, even us as Christians, we're also trapped with the mindset na, okay naman ito ngayon eh. Hindi lang naman akong gumagawa na ito. Um, this is already acceptable in the society. Now, things may be acceptable in the society and is not acceptable to God. And so we, we, we now choose, I lay before you things, and then you choose. Alright? Are you still here? Okay. So, mariko po ba kayo anyayang tumayo? Babasa po tayo sa Kolosas, katlong kabanata, anim na talata. Simulan natin sa una. Basahin po natin ng malakas, dahan-dahan, namnamin natin, para pumasok sa ating mga puso at isipan. Simulan natin. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ sits or where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. Put to death Therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of this, the wrath of God is coming. Marina po tayo po. And may the Lord bless the reading of His Word. Ang katlong kabanata ng Colossus po ay inaddress sa mga Kristiyano kung paano tayo dapat mabuhay kung tayo ay nakipag-isa na kay Kristo. 
kung iyong sinabi at inihayag na sa Jesus ang iyong Panginoon, there has to be a change of mind that will produce a change of life. Mahirap magbago ang buhay kung ito muna at ito ay hindi nababago. Kaya nga lagi natin sinasabi, it always starts with a relationship with Jesus. Unless the Lord becomes the Lord of our lives, unless Jesus becomes the Lord of our lives, it will be hard for us to change the way we think and in response, the way we act. Now, again, we will zero in. Ang sinasabi dito ni Pablo, kung ikaw ay nakipag-isa na kay Kristo, ituon mo ang iyong isipan sa mga bagay na makalangit at hindi mga bagay dito sa mundong ito. Bakit? Sabi niya, sapagkat ang iyong buhay ay nakatago kay Kristo. Ibig sabihin nung nakatago, hindi ikaw ang nakikita, kundi si Kristo. Ah, naunawaan niyo po ba? Kaya nga, malaking challenge sa ating mga Kristiyano ang uri ng ating pamumuhay. Either ito'y magbigay ng patotoo na si Jesus nga ay ating Panginoon or the other way around. Kaya, you know, may iba't ibang pananaw ang tao tungkol po sa sex. Simulan po natin. Tatlo ang pananaw. Merong tinatawag na world view, pananaw ng mundo, nang sabi nga nila that sex is a God. Uh, they do not claim na sinasabi nila that sex is a God, but the way they see it, yun po ang inihayag nila. Hindi ko na siguro kailangan magbigay pa sa inyo ng statistics pagdating po sa immoralidad. Huwag na tayong lumayo dito lang sa ating bayan. Hindi ko na lang uh, kinabig dito, pero even sa news dito, ang Pilipinas po ay isa sa pinakamalakas pagdating sa child trafficking, uh, not child trafficking, but child uh, pornography as well as ginagamit ngayon na ang nakakalungkot mismo mga magulang, na, nakikita natin yan sa news, mismo mga magulang ang nagtutulak pa sa kalang anak na gumawa ng mga bagay na yon para lamang sila mabayaran. Naintindihan niyo po ba? So, wag na natin pag-usapan stats kasi baka masyadong technical. But this is a reality maging dito sa ating bayan. Yun ang pananaw ng, ng mundo. Now, balikan natin yung ikaapat na talata sa klosas. Sabi niya, when Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with Him in glory. In short, magbabalik ang Panginoon. Haharap tayo sa Panginoon. At pag humarap tayo, sabi niya, kung anong kalwalatian ng Diyos, yun din ang kalwalatian mo. Ngayon, sabi sa verse 5, eto ngayon ang pamanhik. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Haven't you noticed, isinaman niya yung sexual immorality with the rest and consider them as idolatry. Pagsamba sa Diyos-Diyosan. Hindi ho kaila sa inyo, maging dito sa ating bayan. We are so bombarded ng kultura natin, maging ng media, patungkol sa sex. Minsan ang ina-advertise, chinela, sino ang nag-advertise? Babaeng nakabikini. Nag-advertise ng alak, ng sigarilyo. Minsan, kotse. Sino ang model? Babaeng nakabikini. Bakit? inihahanda ng mundong ito ang ating isipan na tanggapin na ngayon sa panahon natin ang mga bagay nito. And some people will say, Pastor, but we're matured enough. Yung matanda na tayo para sa mga ganyan. You know, wala nang bagay na... Kaya nga? Ka- kaya? Wala nga kayang naglalaro sa isipan natin. Ta- lalo na tayo mga lalaki. Wala nga kayang naglalaro sa ating isipan. Sa katunayan, sa pag-aaral nila, ang isa sa pangunahing dahilan kung bakit laganap ang sexual immorality ay dahil sa mga pornography. The more we expose ourselves sa pornography, the more na nakukurap ang ating isipan na sa to say, minsan, gayon na ang ginagawa natin maging sa ating asawa. We wanted to do what we watch doon sa mga pornographic materials. Now, ayokong tawagin 
adult material dahil yung isa kaya yung iba sabi eh pang adult kasi eh, adult na kami no tawagin natin kung ano ang tawag ng Biblia pornographic material na, naunawain po ba yung pinag-usapan dito? okay now and ang babala rito on account of this the wrath of God is coming dahil sa mga bagay dito darating ang puot ang galit ng Diyos now what makes sex as an idol? ano ba? Kala ko ba, Pastor, eh, ang sex is good and beautiful. Why? Bakit naging idol to? Now, ilang sa inyo ang nanonood ng mga zombies? Walking dead. Walking dead. Warm bodies. Ano pa ba? Uh, World Z. Okay. Although these are fictions. Okay? These are fictions. Hindi ko sinasabing totoo. But are... Pero gusto kong gamitin just to illustrate my point. Alam niyo yung mga zombies na yan, dati namang normal yan eh. Dating magaganda ang itsura niyan. Tama ba? Kaya lang naapektuhan ng virus. At dahil doon, unti-unti silang pumangit. Bakit? Because nagsimulang mag-decompose, di ba? Ta- tama ba? Na- naalala ko merong, there was a time na nagkaroon parang ng marathon, or na- na- fan run, I think sa Santa Rosa, na ang team nila, hinahabol ka ng zombies. Yeah? So, what's my point? You see, ganun din ang sex. Ang sex ay maganda. Meron talagang layunin ng Diyos para dito. Da, pero dahil sa kasalanan, ito yung virus na nag-infect sa tao kung kaya't ang sex ay na-pervert. Kung kaya't ang sex ngayon ay halos itinuturing ng, although, again, hindi aaminin, na isang Diyos-Diyosan. Okay, what makes sex as an idol? You see, people have elevated sex as a God. I like, gusto ko yung sinabi ni Pastor Ariel sa akin kahapon nung nag-uusap kami when we were discussing this sa telephone. Sabi niya, idolatry happens when a good thing is turned into a God thing and it becomes a bad thing. So, the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from God. Pero anumang mabuting bagay, Pag namali ang pananaw, namali ang pagpapahalagay na lagay natin, nagiging God thing. Maliit na God. Nagiging just Diyosan and eventually becomes bad thing. Let me give you an example. Ampera. How many of you would say, masama ampera? Now, okay, kung masama ampera nyo, dalhin nyo sa bahay, pababaitin ko. <laughs> Hindi masama ampera. Yung pag-ibig sa salapi ang nagpapasama doon. Kailangan natin ang pera. Pero pag namali ang pananaw ng tao doon sa magandang pera at itinasyan higit sa anumang bagay, lalo na sa Diyos, at itong nagsimulang magdikta sa kanyang buhay, then it becomes a God thing and eventually becomes bad thing. Kahit ang, 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 ang relasyon natin sa kapwa, kahit sabi yung pamilya mo, kahit sabi yung trabaho mo, yung business mo, these are good things. Pero pagka itinaas mo ito ng higit sa Diyos at ang Diyos ay nasa isang tabi at mas sinunod natin kung anong gusto natin mangyari sa mga good thing na ito, then it becomes a God thing and eventually will become bad things. Are you still here with me? Now, let me just go Tim Keller. Sabi ni Tim Keller, what is an idol? Ano daw po ang Diyos Diyosan? It is anything more important to you than God. Kung may isang bagay na mas mahalaga kesa sa Diyos sa buhay mo, then yun ay isang Diyos-Diyosan. Ibig sabihin, kung mas isinasa isang tabi natin ang Diyos kaysa sa bagay nito, then it becomes a God, an idol. Anything that absorbs your heart, your mind, your and imagination more than God 
Anything you seek to give you, what only God can give. So that is an idol. And since we're just zeroing in sa sex ngayon, dun muna, yun pag-usapan na. But, you know, this is a general term. It speaks of everything. Anything that takes the place of God in our lives is an idol. You hear me? Now, how did it all happen? Ganto. Dadaling ko kayo sa Romans. Sabi nito, there is a coming wrath of God, sabi sa Colossians. Now, dito sabi, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Inihayag na yung galit ng Diyos. Ano yun? Against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteous, unrighteousness, what did they do? They suppress the truth. Why is it that sex is good and beautiful and yet, when perverted, becomes an idol? Because people suppress the truth. Alam ng tao tungkol sa Diyos. Alam ng tao ang mga bagay tungkol sa Diyos. In fact, itong dahilan kung bakit maraming tao ayaw sa Diyos. Bakit? Dahil alam nila na marami sa mga mali nating ginagawa, i-address ng Diyos. Naunawa niyo po ba ako? You know, so, this is a, a, a serious thing. So, pag sinabing, these people suppress the truth, ibig sabihin na itong, yung, yung suppress, they, they constrain it. They hold down. Ito ang totoo, pero, you know, ipipilit nila, hindi, yun yung suppressing the truth. Yung alam yung totoo, pero, hindi lang sinet aside. Talagang sinasalungat nila. Ngayon, what's the truth about sex? Basic. That sex is contained in the context of marriage. Yun lang, no more, no less. And people would try to suppress it and say, Ay, KJ, ay old-fashioned. You know, why? Why do people suppress that? Because as far as they're concerned, they wanted to do it their way. And now it becomes self-serving. Now, put it Pagbali ang isip ng tao sa sex, it's always, gawin mo to para sa akin. It's always the me. In fact, listen, in fact, may mas mataas pang idol dun sa sex. I you know what that is? It is self. If we look at ourselves, again, we might not say it. Pero just, just, just think with me. If we look at ourselves, or if we just focus on ourselves, everything we do will become self-serving, including sex. Kaya lahat, kung anong gusto kong gawin. Hindi, pero kapatid, ito sabi ng Bible, ito ang gusto kong gawin. And that is how they suppress the truth. Next, for although they, know, they knew God, they did not honor Him as God. What does it mean? They ignored the revelation. You see, si Lord, pakinggan niyo po ito. Haven't you noticed, kahit nung bata pa tayo, wala pang, maring hindi pa na, wala pang nagtuturo sa atin kung anong tama at mali. Pero may mga bagay ka nang ayaw mong gawin nung bata ka. Bakit? Deep inside, alam mo hindi dapat. Number one, tawag doon konsensya. Number two, sabi ng Biblia, ang Banalang Espiritu, inilagay na ang, 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 ang salita ng Diyos, so to speak, ang utos ng Diyos, sa puso natin noon pa. Kagabi may nagtatanong, Pastor, ibig mo bang sabihin, bawal gawin? Sabi ko, huwag natin pag-usapan ng bawal. Kasi una, sabi ng Biblia, lahat ng bagay pinapayagan, pero hindi lahat ng bagay kapakipakinabang. 
Sabi ni Pablo, lahat ng bagay pinapayagan. Pero hindi ako magpapaalipin sa kahit na anuman dito. Kasi kahit naman sabihin bawal, hindi ba anong sabi ng mga tao? Eh, masarap gawin yung bawal. Kung anong bawal yun, masarap gawin. Lahat ng kasalanan, masarap. Walang kasalanan, hindi masarap. Kundi, hindi mo gagawin. Tama po ba? Pero, yeah, oh, si sex, masarap ang sex. Pero kung isip mo lang, magpasarap ka, naiiba. Nawawala yung tunay na ganda ng sex. Naunawa niyo po ba? And so, ang Lord, He would always reveal things. He reveals Himself, He reveals His Word, Gusto niya malaman natin. Kaya nga, sabi ng Panginoon, you know, yung devotion natin. Kaya nga, yung iba, sabi nila, ayaw nila magbasa ng Bible kasi nakakasira daw ng ulo. But in reality, kaya nila ayaw magbasa ng Bible kasi alam nilang tatamaan sila. That, that, that is the truth. Now, these are hard truths. No? Misa mahirap matanggap eh. But guys, again, my challenge, just open your mind for a while. Because really, if we wanted to question anything about sex, then let's question God. Mamaya, babasa lang tayo. Hindi ko papaliwanag. Babasa lang tayo. And I would, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak through His Word. Okay. So, ngayon, ito nangyari. Dito, they ignored that revelation. You know what? To know God is to honor Him. Pag nakilala mo ang Diyos, nalaman mo kung sino ang Diyos, anong ginagawa niya, hindi mapipigilan sarili mong sambahin siya, parangalan siya. Y- yung po yun. And that is the original purpose. Kaya lang, na-reject nga eh. They ignored, dito, sa issue natin, people would ignore the purpose of God on sex because they think and they believe they know better than God. They say, Lord, di mo naintindihan eh kasi Diyos ka. Lord, tao lang eh. And di ba? Lord, tao lang, may damdaming. May pangangailangan. Mami, address natin yung pangangailangan na yan. Tama po ba? Now, okay, anyway. When we suppress the truth and ignore what God is teaching us, you know kung anong result? Sabi rito, their thinking becomes what? Futile. Ano yung futile? Nonsense. Purposeless. Wah, wala na. Iba na mag-isip. May, meron ba kayong kailangan tao? Pag mag-isip, iba. Imisan, nagtataka. Ba't ganito mag-isip to? Why? Again, I don't give my own opinion because the Bible says they have suppressed the truth. They, they're not interested with the truth. What they're interested is this. I want to do it my way and I believe I know it better than God. And another thing, their hearts become morally senseless. Their hearts were darkened. Morally senseless. It, they, they no longer care if, if what they're doing is right or wrong. What else? Verse 23. And what? Exchange the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. They did not suppress, not just suppress the truth. They did not just ignore what God is teaching them. Now this time, they perverted even the glory. Instead of giving the glory to God, I now receive the glory. Kalinkono. Are you following me? Okay. Now, God's purpose produces God's glory. Pag ginawa natin ang layunin ng Diyos, hindi pwedeng hindi magbigay ng kalwalatian sa Diyos yan. It will always give glory to God. But again, people wanted the glory to be theirs. Kaya ayaw nila anything that has to do with, with, with God. Now, tignan nyo yung downward path 
pagka nagkaroon ng suppression ng truth, pag nagkaroon ng ini-ignore yung tinuturo ng Panginoon, and this, you know, uh, imbis na sa Diyos ang, nalu- ang nabibigay ng kalwalatian, you know, they wanted to take it. Tignan yung downward path. It produces worthless thinking, morally insensitivity, at religious stupidity. What do we mean by religious stupidity? Yeah. That's the start of idol worship. They worship other things more than they worship God. And so, what, what's the consequence? Now, dito mapupunan nyo, tatlong beses, verses 24, 26, 28, tatlong beses sinabi, God gave, because of this, God gave them up. Now, basahin lang natin. Ito, babasahin lang natin. Hindi tayo magano. Sabi rito, therefore, and bakit therefore? Kasi nga, they suppress the truth. Anong pangalawa? They, they ignore the teachings of God, the revelation of God, and thirdly, they perverted the glory. They exchanged the glory of God to other things. Now, therefore, that ginawa nito, therefore, ano sabi? God gave them up. Ano ibig sabihin ng God gave them up? Literally, ibig sabihin, God abandoned them. Parang sinasabi, this is the way you want it? Okay, bahala ka. Remember tayo mga magulang? Di ba pagka sobrang tigas ng ulo ng ating mga anak, yan ang gusto mo? Okay, bahala ka. Pero wala tayong sisihan. May consequences. And dito, pag ininsist ng isang tao, whether Christian or hindi, yung mga bagay nito, then sabi niya, therefore God gave them up. Saan? God gave them up in the last pita, last of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies. They dishonor their bodies among themselves because they exchange the truth about God for a lie pinagpalit ang katotohanan sa isang kasinwalingan and worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. That is what happens. Tignan nyo. For this reason, itinuloy niya, God gave them up. Again, saan? To this honorable passion. Kakaibang pita na yung iba talagang, alam nyo, ha? nakakita na kayo ng adik. Diba pag ginigiyang yung adik at hindi nakakatikim? Diba? A- a- ano, yung, ano yung usual reaction nila? Giinit, nagkagalit, and so on. Ganun di iba. In fact, iba. Diba? M- minsan, may, may kausap ako eh. Uh, medyo na- nahuhook sa, sa, sa pornographic materials. So sabi niya, Pastor, may times, sang araw, dalawang araw, okay, pero katlong araw, Pastor, hindi na ako mapakali. Yun yung passion. Yung gustong-gustong gawin mo, gust- kahit anong mangyari, gagawin mo. And so God gave them up to dishonorable. Now, hindi masama ang passion. Pero sabi rito, dishonorable passions. What else? For their, listen, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. Na wala yung tunay na purpose ng Diyos para sa mga babae, at naiba ang pag-iisip. Hindi lang yun. And the men, likewise, gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for sinning one another. Fellow men. Fellow male. Look at this. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. 
eto, okay, walang explanation to Bible pa lang yan. Self-explanatory. Bakit meron tayong nakikitang parang naiba sa original purpose ni God? Because again, of the first three things, they suppress the truth, they ignore what God is teaching them, and they exchange the glory of God to other, to, to other things. But ganyan ang tingin nyo sa akin? Parang, na wala pa akong pinapaliwanag dito. Binabasa pa lang natin. Now, look at this, verse 28. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, instead of being glory and acknowledging God, they set God aside and sabi, God gave them up. To what? To a debased mind. To do what ought not to be done. Have you ever asked somebody, but mo ba ginagawa yan? Yun yun, yun yung ibig sabihin ng debased mind. Why? Because they no longer, they, it, it is not fit for them to acknowledge God. 29. They were, all, they were filled with all manners manner of unrighteousness. And then let's jump in verse 32. Though they know God's decree, they know God's decree, that's why, sabi rin ni Paul, man, you are inexcusable when you face God. You can never tell God, eh, Lord, hindi ko alam eh. Because God will just say, but hindi mo inalam? Lalo tayong Christian, we can never tell God, Lord, hindi ko alam eh. God will just say, but nasa Bible yan eh, kung nagbasa ka lang. Are you following me? Okay. Now, don't get me wrong again. If ever, you know, God doesn't hate those people who have done this. What God hated is the act. God, God loves sinners, but He hates sin. Amen. And that is what, you know, I love about God. Galit lang si Diyos, hindi, si Lord, hindi sa atin, sa mga ginagawa natin. Pero tayo, love pa. Kaya nga tayo kinukorek ni Lord. Kaya nga gusto ni Lord magkaroon ng pagbabago ng pag-iisip. Ba? Kasi love niya tayo. Amen. So I, 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 I stayed so much, I, I gave much time on this because ito ngayon, this is rampant sa atin. This is how people think. A lot of people think. Sad to say sometimes even Christians. So that's the first, well, uh, first view. They deify God. They say that sex is a God. On the other extreme, another view is this, that sex is gross. Okay, yung isa, sobrang liberated. Ito naman, ay, kadiri, wag natin pag-uusapan yung sex. Pastor, ang bastos mo. <laughs> I'd rather choose to teach my children about sex than for my children to learn sex from other, other, other ways and means. Dahil nasisiguro ko, kung ako magtuturo sa kanila, tuturo ko kung ano sinasabi ng Biblia. Hindi ko sila tuturuan ng, sa pamagitan ng magazine. Hindi ko sila tuturuan sa pamagitan ng video. Hindi ko sila tuturuan kasi ito yung ginagawa ng iba. Tuturo ko ano sinabi ng Diyos. Kaya ito'y hamon sa ating mga magulang. Ito'y hamon din maging sa mga singles na nandito sa inyo. Ngayon, na nandito. Because yung iba, ang naman nila, ang sex, tabu. Dirty, defiling, nakakadumi, nakakakura. Huwag natin pag-usapan yan. Kaya nga hindi pinag-usapan sa pamilya eh. Bakit? Ay, minsan may marinig, Uy, naku, bastos ka, bastos ka. <laughs> hindi natin explain. Di ba? May, may isang bata, 
nagtanong, ano nila? Assignment. Tinanong yung tatay. Dad, ano, ano po ba yung sex? So, eh, kagusto naman ng tatay. You know, so, pinento niya. Tinuro niya, ano yung sex? Pagdating sa school, tinawag yung bata. Pinarecite. What is sex? Kwinento ng bata yung kwinento ng tatay. Nakulit yung teacher. Dalang gusto lang pala ng teacher gusto malaman na sex kung male o female. Now, my point is this. It, it, it's a funny story, pero my point, tayo bilang, bilang mga magulang, pakinggan niyo po ito. Kung hindi malinaw sa atin ang tungkol sa sex, hindi rin magiging malinaw pag tinuro natin sa ating mga anak. Ganun, ganun lang po yun. Kaya yun ang hamon sa atin. Now, punin nyo, yung, yung mga early church fathers, yung mga, yung mga early church fathers, this is what they say. Sabi ni Clement ng Alexandria, intercourse performed licitly. Ano yung licitly? Legal. Okay, ibig sabihin, sa mag-asawa, eto, this is to his own according. Ayun sa kanya to. Okay, sabi niya, intercourse performed licitly is an occasion of sin unless, say unless, done purely to beget children. So, may mga tao, ang isip nila, ang sex, is just to make babies. No more, no less. Kahit legal, kahit mag-asawa kayo. Dapat, kung kayo magkakaroon ng sexual intimacy, ang goal nyo lang, magka-baby. Eh kung puro yun ang goal, nakuyari. <laughs> Naintindihan niyo ba? Let me just quote another, another uh, hindi siya nagsabi, pero ito yung, nung, nung, sa, 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 nung nagsulat ng kanyang auto, parang autobiography. Si Agustin, early church fathers din to, he was sexually active before his conversion and he often commended married couples for not engaging sex and referred to it as a form of animalistic lust. Ito mas matindi. Kahit kayo mag-asawa, naku, huwag niyo gagawin yan. Kundi para kayo mga hayop. Now, what? Anyway. Si Thomas Aquinas, sabi niya, sabi nung nagsulat na yan, he thought that sex was only permissible for the purpose of procreation. And so sexual intercourse as duty alone, alone. According to him, anything beyond this is immoral. Now, ito yung tinuturo. Kaya nga, hindi ba, may, may mga reliyon, ang mindset nila is that, really, sexual act is just to make babies. No more, no less. For them, they, you don't even have to enjoy it. Ang tanong ko ito, tingin nyo ba ang Bible magtuturo sa atin ng mga bagay na makakadumi sa atin? Tingin nyo ba ang Bible magtuturo ng mga bagay na makakakurap sa utak natin? Alam nyo ang Biblia, ang daming binanggit tungkol sa sex. Isang example, Proverbs, sabi rito, A lovely deer, a graceful doe, let her breast fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Now, he's not talking about the literal na, na deer. He's talking, listen, he's talking about married couples. I love, in ibang translation, ang sabi ron, let her breast satisfy you with delight. Not just satisfy, but with delight. My point is this, the Bible teaches us about sex. In fact, read the Song of Solomon. 
that is the R-rated Bible or book in the Bible. It all talks about love and sex. Sa mag-asawa lang, lang. Hindi na-apply sa hindi asawa at hindi na-apply sa... And I won't be... Basta sa mag-asawa lang. <laughs> na, naintindihan niyo po ba ako? In fact, pag binasa niyo yung Song, Song of Solomon, makita niyo, hindi basta damba, damba yung lalaki. Kaya nga ngayon, may marital rape na eh. Eh, ibig mo sabihin ng pastor, eh, kung ayoko, pwede yun. Hindi ko sasabihin, kung ayaw mo, pwede yun. Hindi ko sasabihin, hindi pwede. Let the Bible speaks para sa mag-asawa. Asawang lalaki, tas ang kamay. Pakinggan ito. Ito, wala namang masyadong problema sa lalaki. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs. Bahagi ng responsibilidad natin, hindi lang mahalin ang ating sawa, kundi to fulfill. Ibigay mo yung kanyang pangangailangan. Let your spouse be satisfied. Kaya nga hindi pwede rito yung, yung basa-basa lang tapos-tapos na. Hindi. Kaya nga, because if, that's is, if that is what is in the mind of a husband, then it becomes self-serving. Yun, tama. Paraos lang. Wala na. And that's not, you know, hindi yun ang sinasabi ng Biblia. Sabi, husband, you fulfill your spouse or your wife's sexual needs. And the wife, wife, tas ang kamay. And the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. It is, it is mutual. Hindi one-sided lang to, man. Kailangan pareho kayong happy. Verse 4. Basa. 1, 2, 3, go. The wife? To whom? And the husband? To whom? Ibig sabihin, sa mag-asawa, mag-asawa lang. Hindi mag-syota. Sa mag-asawa, ang katawan ng lalaki, kapatid, hindi sa iyo yan. Kanya yan. Ganun ka din. Yun. Kaya nga, pag kami may kinakasal, yung pagdating sa ring, bahagi ng sinasabi, pag sinusot na yung sing-sing, dinideklara, you are no longer your own, but mine. Yun yung sinasabi rito. Eh, mamano ko, ayoko eh. Eh, kasi galit ako sa kanya eh. O, hindi ba? Hindi ba? Tikisan. Oh, again, nasusulat. Basa. Do not deprive each other. Now, teka, teka, teka. Ulit, ha? Mag-asawa lang. Okay? I, I wanted to be clear on this. This is not applicable outside marriage. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations. Bakit? Unless na lang, sabi niya, unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a what? Gano'n kahaba yun yun? Hindi ko alam. Pero ang sinasabi nito, may agreement kayo mag-asawa. Kunyari, nagpa-fasting kayo. Abi, mag-fasting naman kayo. Ganun lang yun. Or halimbawa, typical, practical, medical. Eh kung mayroong monthly period ang babae, wag muna. Yun ang sinasabi ron. Pero sabi, just for a limited time. 
And then, pagkatapos sabi niya, so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer, and afterward, you should come together again. So that, Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of your self of self-control. Mga magasawa, pakinggan niyo lang po ito. Kung ano hindi matagpuan sa bahay, hahanapin sa labas. Yun lang. Third view. Now, these are both extremes. The world view and the religious view. Now, this is our view. That sex is a gift from God. It is a gift from God. Ah, I love this. You know what? Purinho, going back again. Garden of Eden. When God created everything, the Bible says, it was all good. But when God saw that man was alone, said, it is not good for man to be alone. So in short, alam ng Diyos, kasama sa wiring natin, pakinggan to, kasama sa wiring natin ang sex, kung tamang paraan. Sabi niya, hindi mabuti ng lalaki nag-isa, gagawa ako ng katuwang niya. Pag sinabing katuwang, kapareho niya. Now, tandaan nyo, gumawa na ang Panginoon ng mga hayop. At sabi ng Diyos, hindi mo to katuwang. No, 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 no don't get me wrong. Man, merong, merong mga tao, uh, narinig nyo ba yung bestiality? They, they commit sex with animals, man. And sabi niyo, gagawa ko, I'll, I'll make a helper suitable for you. And so when God created Eve, I'm sorry, paltango. He did not create Eve. He made Eve from man. And so, sabing ganon, ang sabi ng Biblia, so, man co- so God caused man to fall into a deep sleep and opened the side of man and he took what? Now, mga lalaki, isang tadyang lang ang kinuha. Sabi nyo nga isa. Hindi inubos ng Lord yung mga tadyang at ginawang mga eba. Sa katunayan, mga lalaki, mapapatunayan to, kulang tayo ng isang tadyang. Medically proven yan. Kaya, kung, nung nakita mo yung asawa mo, may nakita mo na yung nawawala mong tadyang. Huwag kang maghanap ng iba dahil baka matadyakang ka. Na, na, naintindihan niyo po ba yung pinag-usapan natin dito? Na, actually, mahirap maliwanag to sa English, ha? So when God, when gumising na yung lalaki, sabi, ano sabi ni Adam? Wow, this is it. This is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. In fact, even before God created man, ano na sabi ng Diyos? Nung nasa isip niya, let us create man in our image, our likeness, and let them have dominion over the works of our hands. And then, uh, let them multiply and replenish the earth. Now, I don't know of any normal, I said normal way to multiply except to do it. Eh, hindi ka naman, hindi ka naman gremlins na pagka nabasa, dumadami. <laughs> Naintindihan niyo po ba? So, mula't simula pa, nung ibinigay si Eva bilang kaloob, bahagi ng kaloob na yon yung sex. Alam ng Diyos yun. 
Kaya nga, nung nagkasala na. Yun yan. So, natugunan yung pangungulila ng tao, ng, ng lalaki. At nung ibinigay si Eva, again, package deal. Hindi lang sinabi ng Diyos, o oh, yan, o basta mamasya lang kayo, wala lang kayong bang gagawin, mamasya lang kayo, magtitigang kayo ng uh, hanggang milenyo. <laughs> hindi, hindi. Hindi yun. Na, naintindihan niyo ba? Now, kaya nga sabi sa 2.24, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall what? Become one flesh. One flesh. Kaya nga iba eh. Di ba? Pagka nakakaroon experience sa iba, hirap kumalas. Whether illegal, hirap kumalas. Now, but this is what I love most. And the man and his wife were both naked and they were not ashamed. They were not ashamed. It's a gift. Walang dapat ikihaya ang mag-asawa. Amen. Pero naalala nyo, nagkasala sila. Ano sabi ng Biblia? And they saw that they were naked and they hid themselves. Eh, dati pa naman sila eh. Lang, again, it was sin who perverted. I'll end with this. The true beauty of sex is when it serves the fullness of God's purpose. Sex is beautiful. Sex is good. Only in the context, within the marriage covenant, only. It has to be done to the right person, which is your spouse, at the right place, in the privacy of your room, and at the right time when you're married. Amen. Now, let me just say this as I end. If ever, if ever we're guilty of this, I don't want you to run away from God. But I want you to run towards God. Our God is a God of a second chance. Hindi pa puhulian lahat. At ang lagi ko sinasabi, huwag na po tayo mag-antay na mahuli pa ang lahat. Let's just go back to God and ask God for forgiveness. And this is what Paul exhorted us in the book of Romans. Let us walk properly as in the daytime. Not in orgies. You know what orgies is? Group sex. Not in orgies and drunkenness, paglalasing, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desire. How do we put on Jesus Christ? Simple. Just ask yourself when it comes in this area. How would Jesus think and respond if he is in my situation right now. You know, ibig sabihin ng putting on Christ. Paano ba mag-iisip si Lord? Ano bang gagawin ni Lord kung nandito rin siya sa sitwasyong ito? Yun po yung ibig sabihin ng put on. In short, it will be hard for us to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, number one, if we don't have relationship with Him. Secondly, if we do not know this. But again, I'd like to end with a high note. Hindi pa huli. Hindi pa huli. You know, naniniwala ko, yeah, part of the purpose of God sa, sa sexual act ng mag-asawa is procreation. You know why? Because God, mas gusto ng Diyos dumami yung mga matitinong bata. Godly children. Amen. And that will begin from us. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. 
Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.